Welcome back, nerds, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And today we're talking about... We're, we're talking about something that makes me so very excited. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is going to be a recurring monthly segment of ours in which we're going to review uh, whatever many volumes of One Piece that we've read in that time period. Uh, today we have a... Re- today we're talking about volume one. And I'm excited to do this because this is going to keep coming up. And also, I love this entire show uh, so much that I have emblazoned it on my flesh. Uh, that being said, I've actually never read the first 400 chapters of the manga. So this it seems is... crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started reading it around... Uh, I, st- I stopped... I caught up to the anime... Back in Annie's lobby, and that's when I had to start reading the manga if I wanted to like figure out what the hell was going on. And yeah, well, just... who people who don't have any idea what the frick Annie's lobby is, what <laughs> what uh, <laughs> uh chapter or stop fighting? What chapter or volume would that be? Do you think? Uh, it's before the, t- before the time skip, it's right, be- it's, um, like, one arc before the final arc of the first half. So, like, 400-ish. You just said you didn't read the first 400! Somewhere in there. Somewhere so- in the 400s. Somewhere in that first chunk. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I don't remember numbers. I barely remember my own age. <laughs> I'm taking a guess. But no, it was, uh, yeah, it was... One of the best arcs. And when I caught up to it, I couldn't watch any more of it, so I, I had to switch off. Because it was just so damn good. <laughs> if it had been, like, the Skypea arc when I stopped watching, I might not have, like, uh, paid attention. Because Skypea was cool, but, like, I just wasn't, you know. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, want to yeah. do a quick recap of Volume 1? Uh, sure. Let me on first. Sorry, <laughs> it is a rainy day, and I'm tired. Okay, so volume one, I keep, the the way that I have it written down is just one piece, one through ten, so I keep thinking volumes run through ten, but I know that's not it. Um, so in the first volume, basically Luffy, the main character, is from a tiny little village, and uh, in this village, there is a pirate crew uh, led by the pirate captain, Shanks. And <laughs> this is weird that you're looking at me while I do this. Um, and uh, he is Luffy's like mentor. He loves him. Um, <clears throat> saves him from mountain bandits. And Luffy... You know, swears that he will become the best pirate, the 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 king of the pirates, and find Shanks again, um, to to kind of prove it to him that he he could actually become a pirate, um, because Shanks was always kind of you know goofing with him that he couldn't do it because he couldn't even swim. When Shanks knew for a fact that a lot of pirates had the devil fruit, so that was just him being rude. Yeah, um. <laughs> he was just being a, honestly very big bully to a tiny like yeah. six year old. But um, then the you know the the first volume, 
goes on to show Luffy, um, big big boy Luffy. Um, I don't know how old it doesn't say. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Um, going off in his little dinghy, um, in search of a pirate crew and a better boat, and he <laughs> he ends up on this island through shenanigans. Um. And is helped by this other little guy named uh, Kobe. And together they escape Elvita, who is an evil pirate captain. And uh, the most beautiful in the sea. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, I I think we can definitively say she is the most beautiful lady captain we've seen so far. (laughs) And... um, on this island, there's also the famed pirate hunter Zolo, and they go find him, and Luffy basically demands and makes him a part of his crew. Mm-hmm. Um, then they go off together, Zolo and um, <laughs> and uh, Luffy and the little dinghy. Uh, the two of them technically making a pirate crew. Kobe stays behind to become... Uh, part of the Navy or Marines, whatever you want to call it, um, you say it both ways in one piece, apparently, <laughs> because every time they talk about it, they say the Navy, but written on everything says Marines, both which of is those very wo- confusing. Both of those words mean water in some way, shape, or <laughs> form. Um, and I did read up till uh, chapter 10, which would be into volume two a little bit, but they only... That, that's only their first meeting with their next crew member, not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the thing with, like, the volumes in One Piece. They're not cut up perfectly because One Piece is set up in very, uh, the, they're separate into sagas, and each saga has, like, six arcs in it. Yeah, well, it's, it's not too bad because, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, one through nine-ish was... Uh, you know, manga volume one. Um, the only problem I had was that we said I was going to read one to ten, and I was like, "Well, I'll just read a little bit into <laughs> into the second volume, I guess." Um, also, his name is not Zolo. <laughs> I just think it's funny. <laughs> so yeah, we are reading uh, the official translation of of uh, the One Piece uh, by Viz Media, and for some unknowable reason they insist on translating zoro's name into zolo which is the worst fucking thing and imagine definitely since they know it's not right but they keep doing it anyway it's just obscene at this point they're just doing it because they're having fun (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't like the thing is i when i started watching one piece Mm -hmm. i was watching the four kids dub and i'm not sure if you know what that means or if anyone watching knows what that means but the four kids dub of One Piece is possibly the worst dub that wasn't intentionally meant to be bad. Like, there's <laughs> that ghost whatever stories dub, mm-hmm. which was made to be fucking horrible. The four kids dub is just slightly less bad than that, and that's not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the changes they make are wild and ridiculous. The The scene in um, in the one of the chapters you read... Where Helmeppo is holding a gun to Kobe, that gets redrawn into a hammer gun, so that he's gonna press the button and the hammer is gonna come down and hit Kobe in the head. 
because that's not lethal. It's pretty great. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Um, As ridiculous as One Piece is drawn, it fits. Uh, Sure, but come on. (laughs) The the one reason that I have... Well, there's a couple reasons why I have never read One Piece or really watched it too much, uh, unless you you watched it, was uh, one of the big ones was the art. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's really hard to get past, especially if you're used to um, anime that, like, looks cool, I guess. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, it has, like, the cool fight scenes and, like, I don't know, edgy, whatever. Um, or, like, that looks more mature, I guess, you mm-hmm. know? Like, uh, <laughs> every time I want to give an example, I always think of Naruto. Um <laughs> That's because it was the very first anime I ever watched. Um, Did you or read? I didn't watch it. I've never watched Naruto. Oh, I was just I was just giving examples of like uh, you've never watched Naruto. I've never watched Naruto. I read it, oh. beginning to end. I read Naruto. You're better off. The- uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've seen three seasons, three series of diff- of Naruto, and there shouldn't be that many. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the art style is really hard to get past, especially since there are, in this world, um, people known as giants or like, you know, there's different species of things. And yet, you know, this normal human is not considered a giant, but they are as big or bigger than this person who is supposed to be a giant. No, 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 no. No, no human is bigger than a giant. The smallest giant reportedly is 12 meters no human reaches 12 meters mm-hmm. big mom reaches 10 she's the tallest human yeah but she's not a giant which doesn't no. make sense she's a big lady. there's a lot of like oda does a really good job at telling a story that he wants to tell and a really good you know job at just creating this giant seafaring adventure but sometimes it's a, it is a little silly <laughs> oh yeah it's extremely um, silly and which is, is part of the appeal, um, but my favorite anime to watch is Tokyo Ghoul, because I'm cool and edgy, and, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, but also, it's very, very long. <laughs> it's very, very long. That's what, also why I have never read or watched it. I just read uh, chapter <laughs> 1047. Exactly. It's very daunting. <laughs> it's very daunting. I'm only doing this project because I love you. Um Otherwise, when I read or watch an anime, I watch it. Cool if there's like three or four seasons. Uh, cool if there's like you know, even if it's like twenty volumes or something. I I don't want. I do not want to read one thousand pages or sorry, one thousand chapters of a thing. Yeah, there's roughly eighteen pages a chapter, so it'd be like eighteen thousand pages. Yeah. Uh. But it is what it is. We're here <laughs> it is what now. It is. Um, so if you don't know what One Piece is, um, you should look into it. It's pretty fun. Um, it, it'll definitely give you something to do for the next one year yeah. if you want to. Just... <laughs> if you're if you're really into pirates and you don't mind a little goofiness, um, and your eyes aren't disgraced by some of the weird 
character designs, then don't worry about it. You'll love it. Hey, um, <laughs> I am here on behalf of One Piece as the, the resident fan. Ali, the- you have no say because you started watching it when you were a baby <laughs> and Oda has groomed you. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'm not saying the, the art style isn't ridiculous and a little weird and funny. I'm just saying two things. One, it gets better. Uh, the, the animation style specifically uh, does improve substantially. Well, I mean, it did start in the <laughs> 1900s. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, but also, it could be worse. Don't forget, at the end of some of those chapters, there was uh, <laughs> what characters were supposed to look like, <laughs> which was somehow worse. Yeah. Also, I like the idea that we are from the 1900s. Yeah. I like saying that. Very it makes tale- me feel even older, but like mysterious old. Yeah. Like, how can you be that old? You yeah. know? A century. I wish, like, I'm from 1800s. <laughs> and then that would confuse people, you know? Um, anyway. Uh, so my first... I have some notes here about the... Uh, chapters? Yes. The chapters I've read. Um, so the first one is that Shanks is actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, Shanks is the bad Yeah, he's very cool. Um, he is kind of a bully tort Luffy... But, like, in a fun, you know, older uncle kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luffy is super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He's super annoying. Uh, super annoying little kid that I don't understand why, you know, the barmaid just gives him free food and, like, is fine with him. Because he's so annoying. Uh, but, I mean, the fact that he is kind of an orphan yeah. helps. <laughs> also, his grandfather, who is, you know... The most famous man in the world mm-hmm. is Luffy's grandfather. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he goes into a place and they know, like, this is his hometown, everyone's like, oh, you're Garp's kid? Here. They know that he's Garp's child? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a so that makes sense that. why they are all forced to take care of him yes. in fear of being murdered. <laughs> he, <laughs> That's great. Garp doesn't murder people. He just hits them really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there were... A, you said that nobody really dies in One Piece except for once in a while. You know, th- th- they say that in a lot of things. Like, oh, Spider-Man never kills someone, but then he throws people off a building. You know? Um, so, like, people people die, but they don't really die. You know, you always give excuses. Like, oh, no, he, he landed. Uh, you know, he's just unconscious. He's going to be fine. His buddies are there to save him or whatever. But there were people... Who generally died in these chapters. And you said <laughs> nobody really actually dies um, until later on. But uh, there were there were a couple guys who died at the hands of... Uh, uh, there's one guy who died at the hands of Buggy the Clown, who was another uh, bad, evil man pirate. Um, <laughs> and then um, another guy was shot. Another guy was axed in the head. Like... People died. I don't think the axe guy died, technically. He got axed in the head. He got axed pretty hard, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's dead. Uh, so, okay. You can't tell me, ah, oh, no, don't worry about it. He got axed in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, to that, to that, I bring uh, three points. One, you're right. <laughs> uh, no one important ever dies. How's that? <laughs> well, that, well, that isn't, that's fine, because that's... All anime, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, you're you're right. There was a lot of death in the first few chapters. <laughs> yeah. Um. We kind of went over the other notes I have. 
not all of them, but I also said uh, Zolo, <laughs> just really in caps because I thought it was funny. Um, and I also wrote down that Hal Meppo is a big dumb dumb idiot. Hal Meppo is the first hot like One Piece is very much a silly dumb pirate cartoon. No matter how much some people want to say it's a cool anime, mm-hmm. it's a very silly, dumb cartoon. Uh, and Helmeppo is the very first character that really emphasizes how little, like, desire Oda has to make any particular character look cool. Yeah. Like, I can't think of another anime in which that character is as prominent in the first few chapters as this. As this, because goddamn, he's ugly. Annoying, weak, and dumb. Yeah. He's got a bowl cut. <laughs> a ugly. badly done bowl cut. The worst bowl cut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, oh. that, that is, that's one thing I, I really do appre- I do like about One Piece, though. Not the dumb, ugly d- designs. Uh, but how quickly uh, a character is sort of constructed mm-hmm. like how about you see him uh, in two panels and you know oh i know what this guy's about i i know what i'm supposed to feel i know who he is done <laughs> uh and then later on there's a scene with uh him and his father in which his father's like ah that little girl uh, broke the rules did you kill her he's like no just a little girl i just was i just bullied her mm-hmm. we're just like oh so he's not the worst Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it he this is, this is a thing that Oda does pretty consistently of like introducing a character with so many flaws and then showing off that another character is infinitely worse by making them look somehow less bad in comparison. And it, it just is efficient and a fun way to really establish characterization of so many characters. There are so many characters in One Piece. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thousand. Uh episodes or a thousand uh chapters so (laughs) at least a thousand characters (laughs) um there was just another little part of their luffy and helmapo's interaction that i thought was kind of funny uh so i just wrote down isn't that important it's just that luffy punches him and he's just like nice i thought that was funny Uh, while I was reading it, it kind of made me chuckle. <laughs> you just punch someone and nice. <laughs> uh, probably not important to literally anything. Um, oh, that's not or, you know, not even interesting. But it was just a little goof and it was funny. Um, and it also, I guess, slides perfectly into my next note, which is that Luffy can seem really goofy and really childish and immature and uh really freaking annoying at least right now and um just like i i don't know just the worst to be around and then at other times he can seem very mature and very like uh very smart and very like uh like, he has a plan. He knows what he's going to do. He's going to, you know, execute it correctly. He knows how everybody's going to react. Like, he's he knows, uh, he just knows <laughs> what he's doing. He's very, he's very mature, very adult 
uh, manner that he goes about things sometimes. And it's very weird. Um, you see it when, whenever, like, I guess things get a little more serious or, like, if someone is maybe more aggressive or they do something that he doesn't like, uh, which it might be a red flag. He, maybe, he, you know, Luffy has a bad temper. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird that he can, you know, um, in reality, if, you know, it, it's, it's good to <coughs> have that fun and goofy side, but also understand that you need to be serious sometimes. But with Luffy, it's not like that. It's more of a, uh, at least now in the, the, the 10 chapters, it is... I'm going to goof off and be silly and dumb because I'm a child, but if somebody's mean, I'm I'm going to be adult about it and beat them up, which <laughs> isn't really being adult about it. It's just beating them up, but yeah. <clears throat> he's a pirate, you know, <laughs> uh, no, you, you bring up a good point because Luffy <clears throat> is a character that comes from. First of all, shonen, right? Like, this is just kind of a character archetype for protagonists in shonen comics in general. Uh, Naruto, big dumb idiot, <clears throat> but surprisingly capable. Mm -hmm. uh, Goku, fucking phenomenal idiot. Extremely good fighter. Like, this yeah. is just a thing where they are very competent at a thing, but aren't the brightest in terms of x y or z like it, it kind of depends on each individual but that's always uh the trend like it's clearly <clears throat> incapable of certain things but hyper competent in something else mm -hmm. uh and that's become less of a of a thing throughout you know shonen jump in general now like uh my hero academia the the main character deku his biggest shortcoming is he's not super socially competent mm -hmm. but no one cares because they're like ah you're just a kid who's a little obsessive but they love him like they're they like in the story like everyone's friends with him mm -hmm. so his shortcoming isn't an issue and there are more animes are just starting to expand on the idea of like what a character's downfalls are and so on and so forth while you know one piece is so old it comes from an old generation in which it just kind of was all right this is how a main character acts how are we gonna situate this and a lot of the times that comes into that usually comes out as them being kind of dumb, like it, that's how it was with Naruto or like with Ichigo. He's a fucking idiot. He's <laughs> extremely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Luffy is no exception. Like he's a big, big dumb idiot, but he has more. The other character, the other characters that are of the same style, <clears throat> while they, you know get serious and take care of a situation luffy as a character i think represents someone who has extremely high emotional intelligence mm -hmm. in which in which they understand who they are no matter what the situation is uh dragon ball z if you watch or read the original versions of that uh goku is kind of weird in which in the He's not a good guy, is what I'm saying. Like, his entire motivation is just wanting to have a, a good fight pretty much every single time. And it leads 
his whole life into this wild, wild ass uh, tournament arc of an existence. Mm-hmm. He fucking lets his child get beat to shit and almost die because he doesn't care about the situation or how people feel. He just wants to Can do I this just thing. say, I have tried getting into Dragon Ball and it kind of kind of sucks <laughs> like maybe we'll get our second hate comment now but uh i just it's not interesting yeah <laughs> it doesn't have a good plot um like you said the character kind of is a baloney mm-hmm. yeah in the uh original english dubs they really try to make goku more of a hero mm-hmm. in which he fights for his friends and stuff and that is more of a thing originally but that really gets thrown out the window. And like, yeah, it just doesn't... The plot of Dragon Ball Z is there's a reason for them to punch things, and that's it. <laughs> anyway, we're not here talking about Dragon Ball, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, all I was trying to say is like, the, the thing you're talking about with Luffy, where he just seems weirdly competent in mm-hmm. like understanding what's going on, is because he seems to always understand not only who he is and like what he's about, but like immediately gets a read on other characters and understands that's a person worth X amount of effort and that's a person worth this. Uh, and he locks in on that very quickly. Like with Kobe, absolutely worthless character. Mm-hmm. But Luffy's like, hey, you're an idiot. You fucking suck. I like you. And later on, there was a real, you know, that was a good choice. Kobe's actually fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the thing that happens throughout the entire show, the entire manga. Uh, Luffy has always shows himself to be an impeccable judge of character, more so than anything else. And I, I think that's a more interesting aspect of his intelligence than his ability to do combat, because mm-hmm. most of that is just uh, silly cartoon physics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think it. That's one of the more interesting parts of him as a character. Okay. Um, so after uh, after they get Zoro, they move on to... It's a different island. Yeah. It's a different island. They get split up for a minute, Luffy and Zoro, but they, uh, they end up back together at the end of... Uh, Chapter 10, I believe. Um, they end up back together. Um, and Captain Buggy and his crew are introduced. And Buggy, uh, I've, I've made, I made, um, a few assumptions of some of the crew. Um, Buggy is a big fan of ICP and (laughs) his, his, uh, it seems like his two main crewmates, uh, are Moji and Kabaji. Uh, lion guy and unicycler. He, he, there was no one on a mo- on a, on a unicycle. A scarf. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Moji uh is definitely a furry. He has a little furry hat on. Maybe it's one piece. It could be just part of his body, but it looks like a little 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 furry hat. Um, which I mean. No hate against furries. I'm just making the assumption that he's a furry. Um, and then Kabaji is uh, a Naruto stan. He, he, <laughs> he, he very much looks like he 
um, idolizes Itachi or Sasuke or something. Um, he, he, he's uh, got that moody, moody, angsty boy vibe to him. Um, those are the those are just some uh, assumptions I made about Captain Buggy's crew. Uh, I like his ship. He's got a cool ship. Um, I think it's called the Carnival of Death or something like that. They haven't said, as far as I know. So, <laughs> um, and then when you meet Nami, I made an assumption that she kind of sucks so far. Oh yeah, that's that's consistent. She, she kind of sucks. <laughs> and I feel like, unfortunately, this first impression will stick with me for a very long time. Uh, like it did with Sakura. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume uh, right up until we get to Arlong Park will probably be mm-hmm. the, the point where I think Sakura's problem was uh, something else that had to do with the writers trying to make a uh, sappy girl who like had anger issues or something. So like it was the writers' fault, definitely. Yeah. She also never gets but... her own like arc. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> No, but she needed it, clearly. <laughs> yeah, maybe it would have made people like her more. I know there are some people who are very like, oh, Sakura is the best. I love her. And there's a lot of people who are like, I hate Sakura. I think Sakura... And I don't hate her. I just think she's kind of blah, kind of like annoying. Yeah, I think Sakura, as written, really just sucks. Mm-hmm. I think Sakura could be amazing, though. Yeah, she's very powerful. And she's got cool powers. She's got, you know, the ability and the potential to be something very cool a very cool character but they were just like oh i don't know she's a girl so uh, i don't know she's likes the bad boy and uh i don't know she's on her period so she's angry too um uh, they cut out the one good gag uh, no, that doesn't matter we're not we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not talking about naruto <laughs> not talking about naruto not talking about dragon ball um so i only have a couple more notes um and they are that I think near the end of chapter 10, Nami was, she, she ends up uh, capturing Luffy and pretending that he is her boss, her captain. And um, because she is a thief, she has stolen the, uh, this map to the Grand Line, which is like the big place to be for pirates. Um, She's stolen it from Captain Buggy, and he wants it back. So she uh, captures Luffy, brings him to Buggy, and is like, hey, here's my captain. You can um, have him. I'll join your crew. Take me to the Grand Line with you. But really, she plans on just taking his treasure and leaving. Um, I think she's really dumb because she didn't expect Buggy to make her kill Luffy. Like, in, in any uh, any movie that you can think of where, you know, you're, you're undercover or something and you, you join the bad guys, they always want you to kill your boss. They always want you to kill someone to prove your worth to them, whether it's your boss or someone you love or just a random guy. Um, so she's very stupid to think that Buggy would be like, oh, yeah, join my crew and then we'll just let your old boss free um because what's what's to say she wouldn't you know infiltrate his crew and then her boss that she's you know her fake boss that is luffy uh wouldn't you know show up to rescue her and defeat buggy Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I guess she is a teenager at this point as well, so. I believe she's the same age as Luffy. Uh, Zoro's 19. Um. Yeah, so. So, aside from, you know, that part of it, the, the whole, uh, well, I don't actually want to kill him myself sort of thing. Uh, I, what I, I enjoyed... Nami's introduction Mm -hmm. because it played on her strengths as just kind of able to worm her way out of any situation one way or another uh, usually by putting that on someone else and this this remains you know a pretty consistent thing like no she'll 100% betray just about anyone Mm -hmm. to, to survive and yeah maybe in that instant of like not expecting Buggy to ask her to kill Luffy herself. Aside from that, she, in the first few, in the, her first couple chapters in this show, shows uh, a lot of cunning. Like, she tricks some weirdos into swapping boats with her by accident. And then it's like, oh, look at that. Storm's coming in. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, she knows how to steal things and, like, manipulate people. Mm-hmm. But she was still... <sighs> kind of dumb to think that uh i I keep saying dumb but i don't know unprepared i don't know just naive naive i guess to to think that buggy would just let luffy live Mm -hmm. in her defense buggy is a real dumb looking motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) um the other the other thing i have to say and is the very last thing is that zoro seems compared to everybody else right now very overpowered (laughs) That doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this point, you know, everybody else around him is very scared of him. They they know who he is. He's the infamous pirate hunter who is now a pirate. Um, and, uh, you know, so y- you know he's got some strength to him, some power even to just, you know, say his name and people are scared of him. Um, you know, that, that, that shows that people are scared of him, that he, you know, he, he knows what he's doing with the swords. Um, but he just, everybody that he has gone up against, whether it's just random marine guy number two or, you know, a, a captain, he's very tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Zoro is one of the few characters intentionally made to just be a badass mm-hmm. uh and he uh, oda doesn't have a lot of those characters they're they're maybe a, a dozen in a in a thousand chapter book that are unambiguously just cool and he's one of them <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is yeah. he just is one of the few uh, he is really cool but the fact that he holds one of his swords in his mouth kind of is you know it does i think feel like detract a little bit no not even a little bit <laughs> it adds so much cool did you not you see how the tired his jaw is and how slobbery how how wet the <laughs> handles of his swords probably are and, uh, that's gross just the one sword he only ever puts uh the uh water Ichimonji, the white one uh he only puts that one in his mouth gross it's <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> well, that's fair. It's but, impressive, but I don't want to touch it. 
I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Imagine the strength on that mouth, though. If he if he's putting his sword in his mouth, what what all other weird things is he putting in his mouth? I don't want nothing to do with it. There are uh, panels throughout in like uh, the cover chapters and stuff. Uh, you know, bits and pieces of uh, cover art that depict him just working out mm-hmm. with just massive dumbbells in his mouth. <laughs> because he's got to strengthen up that mouth and neck, I guess. Uh, you know, excuse me, you have, you know, there's muscles in your face that you can strengthen. But I feel like at some point, <laughs> it just comes down to your jawbone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, okay. I understand it's a little silly, but you're telling me that panel, when he gets freed from the uh, cross in the courtyard and all the swords come down, he blocks all of them. Isn't Wasn't fucking rad as shit. It was so dorky. Oh, come on. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. You're biased. <laughs> yeah, but like, it was so cool. <laughs> uh. I, will, I will say that Zoro is super cool. Um, my favorite is Sanji, though. So... I'm excited for him to, to show up. The This beginning arc, the uh, the blue, uh, East Blue Saga, mm-hmm. uh, is one of the most uh, drawn-out introduction arcs of any anime I've ever seen. Well, uh, he has to find everybody. <laughs> he's got to find everybody. Uh, and also, I think, does such an amazing job of introducing each character... Uh, in a way that, like, look at Zoro. His introduction, like, it wastes no time in showing you that one real fuck. Like, if anyone was an actual anime protagonist, it would be him because he's equally as stupid and as strong, mm-hmm. uh, but without any of the like in- weird intelligence that Luffy has. Uh, but yeah, he, he shows up. He's stuck to a cross in the middle of a marine base. He's like, ah. I promise I wouldn't eat for a fucking month, and I'm just gonna do that and wait until I can get freed, because he believes he can. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's interesting. It's an interesting start to to his character, uh, where he is so adamantly against being a part of Luffy's crew. Where he's just like, I. He's so focused on his dream mm-hmm. on what he needs to achieve. Uh, that when Luffy comes in, he doesn't even pay attention to what Luffy's actually requesting of him. He's just like, no, I can't do that. That gets in the way of what I want. Whether it does or it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's not the path he's decided on. Mm-hmm. And uh, to see that character get enveloped by this goofy, you know, dumbass rubber boy, mm-hmm. uh, I think was real interesting. Real, yeah. real neat. Um, so far, neither Zolo, Zoro, and I'm just going to call him Zolo by accident. Um, Zolo, hmm? Zolo, I'm Zolo. And neither Zolo or Nami uh, wants to be, or wanted to be a pirate. No. So I'm assuming uh, some of the other characters are also going to be like, nah, I don't want to be a pirate. Uh, I mean, it, it makes sense. A pirate's life is difficult, uh, especially when there are sea monsters and devil fruits and, you know, the Navy is evil and also the pirates are evil and so there's nothing 
nothing really good about being a pirate. Um, scurvy. <laughs> scurvy? <laughs> um, uh, being wanted by the government sucks. Yeah. But at least you know you're cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. So I've got to ask. Do you have any favorite moments from this from this volume? Because hmm. I have three that stick to come, come to mind for me. I think... One is when Shanks saves Luffy. And then Luffy, you know, when he comes back when he's older and he beats up the sea monster. The king of the coast. Yes. Um, so that's that's the first one. Because it was not, like, super intense or anything. Like, it wasn't a big fight. Um, but it shows that Shanks actually did care for Luffy. And he didn't want this little child <laughs> to get eaten <laughs> by, you know, a giant sea monster. Um, but also that uh, Shanks is very powerful because all he did was look at the sea creature and they got scared and swam away. <laughs> um, and also, he, he loses an arm and he's just like, hey, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Yeah. Can we respect the fact the man is treading water? One-handed while with his other hand holding a child. Yeah, he's treading water like chest high. Yeah, he's he's far up. <laughs> I don't know. His legs must be moving. He's kicking like a monster. Um, That's why the sea monster ran away. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> um, and the other the other thing that I can think of is um when. Zoro, I didn't want to say Zolo again. <laughs> when Zoro uh, eats the dirty, gross, sugary rice ball that uh, is ground into the dirt that this little girl tried to give him, but was, you know, uh, smacked away by Helmeppo. Um, I don't know, it's just kind of gross, because, like, in reality, nobody would have done that. But it's an anime, and it wanted to show you that Zoro was, you know, this big, strong, tough guy was softy on the inside. Um, he also had to eat it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. That was kind of gross, but also kind of cute. And then I guess the, 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 my last one would be when Luffy uh, kind of harasses Kobe. Like, he, he threatens to out Kobe. Um to the Navy about, you know, having been on Alvita's pirate ship and Colby punches him in the face and Luffy's like, Heh, I wanted you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he he wanted to help Kobe become part of the Navy. Mm-hmm. So even though they would be enemies, they would still also be friends. Of course. Uh I I, I agree wholeheartedly with uh with the the Shanks bit. Like obviously that is a pivotal moment in this in the show. It is uh, not only important to Luffy's character; it's important to the plot in general. Like it, it's a thing that comes back hundreds and hundreds of chapters later. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of Shanks losing an arm to this thing, to, for Luffy for whatever reason, and the scene itself is, like you said, pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, rereading this stuff with what I know now. There's so many things I'm like, oh, is that, is that, yeah, that's, that's what I think it is. It, it's so weird. Uh, 
so yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. Uh, another one of my favorites is actually minutes before that, <laughs> uh, where Shanks has, has a gun pointed at him. He's just like, "Are you gonna shoot me?" No, well, you're going to get shot then. And in his... Uh, yeah, a man dies. Gets <laughs> shot in the head. First chapter. Uh, yeah, Lucky Roo. First kill of the, <laughs> of the manga. <laughs> but no, it's just... I don't know. Something about that scene uh, stuck with me. I just thought it was real interesting. Or not interesting, but just a reminder of like the the mindset behind these characters even though you know reading into the future i know there isn't really a whole lot of stakes for if you're a main character this is still meant to be a whatever but the mindset behind you know the internal logic of the world is hey if you're going to be a part of this world that means you agree your life is at risk no matter what and that plays a much larger part into sort of the philosophy inside of One Piece, like the world philosophy mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Luffy and a lot of other characters sort of embody, where if you agree to be a part of this, you're fair game. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, if you don't want to be a part of this life, you deserve to be protected. That's why Luffy goes out of his way to help the little girl and anyone who's in danger, because they did not agree to be part of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But he did. So he's all in. He's willing to die. And that... I don't know that even I don't know I don't know if you agree or disagree with what that means or if that's a good thing, but the idea of knowing that there's a dichotomy in the world of people who can participate in this danger and people who can't or don't want to, and that those who can should intrinsically look out for the those who can't. That's fucking amazing, and none of that was said; it was just shown. Yeah. I don't think about it that way. I didn't get too deep into it. <laughs> um, I have been watching since I was five. Yeah. Um, and you just also think about things deeper, I think. Like, you always look for, like, some metaphorical deep meaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> that was a cool scene. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with what you said. Well, I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> I hope my musings aren't <laughs> too ridiculous. Uh, the last scene that I that I thought was particularly uh, enjoyable <clears throat> uh, was not the the rice ball eating one, mm-hmm. which I, I do like that one, partially just because uh, one of Zoro's attacks is onigiri, which is funny. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a rice ball. Uh, but it's also like demon slashers. I don't know. I don't know Japanese, but <laughs> pretty sure that's the joke. Um, but no, it's shortly thereafter, right before uh, he's freed, or right before they're set like set to go. Uh, Zoro agrees to join the crew. He's like, "I'll be part of your of your team, but I have a goal. This is what it is, and if this gets in the way of that, I'm fucking done with you." And he tells him, like, I'm going to be the best swordsman in the fucking world. Mm -hmm. And Luffy's response is, good. I'm going to be the best pirate in the world. You have to be on my level to be on this fucking team. And that shit was just cool. Like, it just showed a lot of uh, uh, mutual ambition and appreciation of of one another between these characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that I think was sorely lacking in, like, Naruto with Sasuke, in which... 
They just seemed like they were... I mean, it was Sasuke. He was meant to be the, the one who got away that Naruto had to pine after and go save. Okay, sure, but why would it? Why did he want to... Why did he pine? There was nothing yeah, good about Sasuke. Why did he simp so hard for Sasuke? Who knows? Um, Zoro- there, there was literally no reason for him to care about Sasuke that much. They met, they did training together, and then he was, like, in love? You're, like, seven. <laughs> why are you in love with this other seven-year-old and... He sucks, too. Like, yeah, he's... Oh, man. Not a believable or realistic relationship. <laughs> of a, a friendship. Anyway, if a, if a 12-year-old was hanging out with another 12-year-old who never talked to him and was kind of mean to him, he, he's not going to want to hang out. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's not going to risk his life for you. <laughs> I don't know. But that's Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. But no, yeah, that's that third scene is one of my favorites because it establishes this relationship between the characters mm-hmm. that is reinforced just a little bit later with, with the Kobe scene that you mentioned because right as they're leaving Zoro's like wow that was bad acting dude you suck at that mm-hmm. they 100% know you're best friends with that kid like but not, they didn't <laughs> not really <laughs> not super uh until the end where he's like you got a good friend yeah either way like the the point is that Zoro despite you know not Despite Luffy being an unaffable monstrosity of a character where nothing makes sense, Zoro always understands what's going on with that guy. Mm-hmm. He's always on the same page. And establishing that relationship with his, you know, the first mate, with the, the captain and the first mate so quickly, fucking amazing. Is it established that Zoro is the first mate? Uh, well, he's the first mate. Well, yeah, he's the first one collected, but is he, you know, is established that he's, like, Luffy's right hand? Yes. Uh, they don't call him the first mate. He's just the swordsman of the team. Mm-hmm. First mate is not technically a role that he holds. Uh, he just happens to be the first mate to join uh, and is also the strongest. Potentially as much, if not more, than Luffy. Uh, so he holds that role. A lot of, like, there's a lot of other characters who have that same position but never have the name. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, uh, like, Shanks' crew. I don't think, I think his first mate is, is not Lucky Roo, it's the uh, Ben Beckman. But he's never called that, I don't think. It's just acknowledged that. He's it, my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's, I think there's a, um, a Viva card, <clears throat> which are, like, collectible trading cards you can get for One Piece that is also an encyclopedia. That tells you about all this random shit in the world. And in that, it refers to Ben Beckman as the moon to Shanks' son. Like, this is a recurring theme of two characters who uh, reflect each other and also are... uh, Who also hold each other forward in some way. Hold each other up in in certain situations. Uh, They're Goldie Roger and Silver's Rayleigh. The, the, the two motherfuckers, uh, Zoro and Luffy, Shanks and Ben Beckman, there it just is a recurring thing where the the first mate, even though they're never called that really, mm-hmm. and uh, the captain are just together and they understand each other and they cover each other's weaknesses, uh, not including Zoro's inability to find a direction. That's just a bad bad time. <laughs> 
loved one piece that is all i have to say about those uh about volume one okay um so overall mm-hmm. i don't uh we could do a you know vibe and whatever else check if you want but just generally speaking just because this is a very long <laughs> long series and i feel like that would be get, get a little silly eventually just how do you feel with this this introduction this first bit yeah you think if you had been reading this for the first time without me begging you to you know be a part of this with me you think you would continue reading mm, maybe um i guess if i had started reading when i was like oh pirate manga 100 chapters you know and then you know it it was still going while i was reading maybe um there are a few books that i have started and put down and started and put down and started and put down to finally like read and actually really enjoy it um so i maybe it'd be one of those where it was you know i would read a little bit of it and then put it down for a minute then have to reread it again because you know start (laughs) over um but I don't know if, I don't know if it'd be one that I would necessarily uh, be like, oh man, I, I really need to read One Piece, <laughs> you know? Uh, I understand your connection to it. Um, and it is good. It's fun. Um, I've only read the first one. So um, there's a lot more the, that will, um, a, a lot more to come that could uh, get me hooked onto it a little better. Um I mean, it is very good. I've recommended it to people. Um, I enjoy watching the anime with you once in a while. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, no, that's fair. Listen, you don't have I to... Don't, I don't think it is. <laughs> there, that's okay. if that's what you want. That is what I want. I do not I just... think it is an, uh, uh, a series that I would have purposefully, independently uh, sought out to read myself. By myself with no outside influence. That's all I want to know. Uh, listen, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because now that you, because you have, for the most part, absorbed, observed and absorbed some knowledge of One Piece through me. Because uh, well, I have to talk about it. It is <laughs> a uh, habitual need of mine to talk about it. Uh, and I was just interested to see. Uh, how you feel about after this first volume Mm -hmm. if it seems like something you naturally would have gone towards because i can see how it'd be difficult like it it is it is one visually very strange and two narratively doesn't seem like it has a purpose like it its goals are i mean he's he's going to be the king of the pirates Mm -hmm. in naruto his whole goal is i'm going to be president (laughs) <laughs> you know, Hokage. He's going to be mayor of this town, um, which, I mean, gives a lot of, like, loose plot things, mm-hmm. which, like, the main plot then becomes, I'm going to be mayor, but also I'm going to go find my friend. Um, mm-hmm. So in One Piece, you know, going to be the, the king of the pirates. But before that, we're going to have some adventures. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, they're wrong. There's still that, you know, classic shonen plot of i'm gonna be the whatever but there's also 
like with Naruto, like you said, there is the structure of initially they're at a school. Mm-hmm. They he has the goal of becoming whatever, and they're partaking in classes and a structure of like, all right, you're going to take these missions, you're going to do this thing. Um, with Bleach, he had a job. His job was to reap some souls mm-hmm. and protect the things. Uh, Dragon Ball Z less, so that's just a reason to punch people. But <laughs> with with One Piece, there is no there is no driving force other than they just want to do this thing. It is it feels uh, more like the world itself. The world of One Piece is a vast ocean with random ass islands scattered about. It is nothing with some tiny bits of plot. Mm-hmm. And that feels this this beginning section. This beginning section feels a lot like that, where yeah, we've seen the plot, those sections of it, but how does it connect to the next thing? It seems random, utterly, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's very off putting to to new readers. Yeah, and also the fact that it's a thousand chapters and also it looks weird. Yeah, well, we covered that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm glad that you're going to continue reading with me. I really appreciate it. And maybe uh, our viewers could watch or read it with us. See if the, see how that goes. Yeah. I think everyone will love it if they give it a chance. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's more than enough from us. I talked way too long about uh, cartoon pirates. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching. Uh, we'll see you again next week, I'm sure. And if you uh, can't wait to see us again, uh, let us know in the comments if you want to watch anything from us, and maybe we'll uh, we'll check out that thing. Uh, there's also other stuff that I'm in in this channel. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, actual plays of uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, and also Terramaya uh, actual plays that I've created. Um, so yeah, if there's if you want more of me, there's definitely more of me out there. And if you want more of us, just tell us what you want. Bye. <laughs>